Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Welcome to the Dylan Friends Podcast. My name is Deborah, Dylan's mum. Strap yourselves in for some light-hearted and wholesome fun. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Welcome back. Good to be back. It's Welcome good to be back, back to the show. It's nice. It's natural. It fits my second home. It is. It and is. I had to say that, uh, Red, that, um, mate, we, we love you on the show. We love Red. Thank you. We love Red. We love on Red. On the show. That's your name. Red. Oh, yeah. yes. How could I forget silly me, Big Red Shed? Uh, that <laughs> hasn't. I just want to do Red now. We can't just change it, can you? <laughs> to Red. Want, I just want to just Red. Red's the worst bet. If I was called Big Shed, it'd be <laughs> awesome. But Big Red Shed. No, it's good. Look, it's the home of the name. People's name, yes. People's show. This is a people's show. At the it's moment. your show, and um, no. we love you on it, mate. Because you are the, you are a fan favorite, um, and it is your second home. Because I, I want to mm. make it. I want to make the show interviews, yes. Right, but I also want to make it regulars as well. So I like that. Look, I people, like that. people love you. People love you on the show. Um, there's just so much to go to. You bring us so much joy. Um, That's good and bad. No, no, good joy. Good, good joy. joy. And plenty's been going on, mate, and it's always good to have you in the new studio. This is your first time. And I did say this to you off air, amazing. I'm not just saying this, you know, people come on air and say this is amazing. I'll tell you what, guys. And you've been home, in the house, the Big I've Brother house. I've been to the Big Brother house, and this <laughs> by far beats it, mate. So, better than Die Room, I'd say. Really? Yeah. She's nice than Die Room. Um, mate, you know how it worked in the new yes. studio as well. Yes. Um, we like to exchange gifts. And it's always nice. I've got one for you. You've got one for me. Um, yeah. I'll just talk about mine. Should I talk about it? Go for it. Because I know you're going to get a lot of people in here. They're going to bring something that's novelty, like, oh, here's a book that I read once, or, you know, Tony bought some wine. Great wine. Oh, fantastic But missed wine. the memo of what you're asking he for. He totally missed it. Yeah. Like, he totally missed it. Now, I'm sure you're like me. You have a lot of memories from footy, like memorabilia to reflect on your career, wouldn't you, at home? <laughs> Mum does. I, I don't at the moment, but I will. I have seen your house. You do have love everywhere. <laughs> so I know you come here and sometimes you want to think about those good days. Yes. And what's better than thinking about a good day and a good career, should I say, <laughs> than one constant reminder every time you walk in the door? Do you want to see it? I do, yeah. Go for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, <laughs> this is a six foot. It's six foot. Six foot cutout. And a constant me. reminder of how good your career was. <laughs> Now, can I say with this cutout, this, it's one of my highlights of my career, but I oh. think that they made this on the verge thinking that I was going to become a little bit better than what I was. Isn't it from the cheer squad? No, no, no. This is from Icon, who was a building. I used to like on my day off because I had nothing else to do, used mm. to go and do these clinics for Icon. You get an extra like hundred bucks for doing them. So out of everyone at the club, I was an ambassador for Icon taking these schools through and they made a big cutout of me. And this is the funny story about this. I found on Facebook one day, this literally just popped up on Facebook and we'll get, I've got the screenshot, mm. we'll show you this. Someone was selling a Dylan Buckley six foot cutout. They yep. spelt my name wrong in both aspects. Now, what did you do? 
I hit him up. You you hit him up. I hit him up and asked because they were asking an exuberant amount. I think it was 150 bucks. 150 bucks. And I was not going to pay 150, so I paid 130. (laughs) Plus the 80 bucks to get out to Caroline Springs from mine. Investment. So from that 130 dollars I've spent, this is my gift to you because, I mean, it is you, but it could be anyone. Like it does. No, actually, that's definitely you. That's definitely a dead me. ringer. So, mate, that is yours. Can you just Can put, put it, it away? I reckon in the corner would be great. And, hey, yeah. maybe um, sign it. Yeah, 100%. We'll get everyone to sign it when they come in. On the forehead, I reckon. It's a big surface area. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Um, it's just an improvement on you. Thank you so much for that, mate. That is oh, no, unbelievable. That probably ranks number one at gifts at the moment. It does. In front Look, of Tony's. Tony's wine was fantastic, but this one's... Thank um, you. This one's beautiful. Oh. And, it, and it decks out the studio. It fills the room really nicely as well. Um, mm. Look, I don't want to be... I actually feel a little bit bad now, but I got you something oh, no. a little bit smaller. Oh. And It's not a kiss again, is it? It's not a kiss again, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But mine's actually some oval teenies. Okay. I know, you know. I don't know if you like these or not, but I saw these earlier yep. and thought of you. Are they a sponsor? They're not. Okay. Not yet. Mm-hmm. And I thought... It says no preservatives, which you're, you know, you, you're fit. Big red shed. Thank um, you for flirting. Great taste. And mm-hmm. look, they're, they're not the best tasting no. things, but they, they're, they're fun and in a good packet. So I got you those. Thank you. They are fun. You're right. I will, um, I'll eat them. Yeah. Um, should I like preserve them or just eat them you after can, it? It's up to you. It's up to you what you do. I think you could do whatever you like. But as Thank I you, said, mate. you Appreciate get those, it. you get you get a and you get a Tissot watch, which we'll talk about later. So Thank you. The watch is Certainly. a little bit better. Okay. Um, mate, look, it's been a while since we chatted. Obviously we did the best twenty two podcast, which was fantastic. Was a, a lot of a lot of people love that. A lot mm. of people loved your team especially. Love the story. I kept getting the feedback about Nathan Ablett's story was That's true. One of the There's plenty of them as well. There's plenty of them. Um But how's life been? Because a lot of things have happened since We've last sat down. Mm, a lot. A lot has a happened. Lot, a lot has Obviously, happened. Obviously, um, the big one being the big brother house and the experience. So, a lot's happened, mate. Um, people always say, oh, what's happening? What's going on? But <laughs> I'm the same as everyone else. Nothing's really changed. Like, I'm just on your TV screens. Yeah, but a lot like, more. it is pretty big because you, like, I, you just went into a house, right? Yeah. You didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And I knew you were there. Mm. But the funniest part was, People thought you were dead. Like Genuinely. they were seriously worried about Genuinely. you because you did not tell you did not tell anyone. No. And I was getting messages from a lot of your fans saying, mm. "Mate, where's Daniel Gorin's? What's happened?" Um, even some people that you were working with, you didn't even tell them you were leaving, yeah. and they yeah. couldn't contact you. It was scary. How, I did. What was that like going in the house thinking? And obviously, it wasn't live on air at that mm. stage. All these people were after you and didn't know where you were. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> my mistake not letting anyone know that I was going because I didn't. Know how long initially I was going to be away for yes. So I thought if I'm away for a week No one's going to notice But <laughs> as you've seen at the moment I'm actually gone for three weeks at the moment So that's a long period of time To not be sp- away from people And not speak to anyone Not to speak to anyone So you're right When I, when I came out eventually um, And turned my phone on <laughs> I was like oh my god People think oh, I've generally died But I, I hadn't died I'm well and truly still here in the flesh So um, yeah If I could do it again I would have told some more people Because <laughs> Like I said, you, uh, lovely Anna, mum and dad knew, and that was it. So yeah. apart from that, and it made some tough conversations coming back out of it. I can imagine. Yeah. It, we, uh, as you said, we knew. It was been fantastic. It's been fantastic seeing you on the screen. You're absolutely, as you know, you've done very well in there so far. We hopefully you take Thank it you. out. Thank you. 
Funny thing though, you know, talking to you post when you came out and for all those people that watch Big Brother, you said that your experiences in there now and what you thought it was going to look like is so different to what it actually is. Yeah, real different. I think because you guys are only seeing, you know, an hour every night yeah. and that hour is actually 48 hours of what we actually did in there. So for a majority of the time, they're not going to show the terrible conversations I had about whatever, footy or yes. whatever it may be. you seem very tame in there. Yeah, real <laughs> tame, real tame. There's some stuff there that I'm so glad you get so out. So that's the thing, because was there any things in there oh, yeah. that happened where you were like, oh, I fucking that's hope bad. that doesn't come yeah, on? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some conversations that you have with people who are like, I just hope what I just spoke about doesn't get out. Like, I've said this about so-and-so, I've said this Did about Did you actually talk life. about people? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah, believe it or not, like some people, like that Han- Hannah in there, for instance, yeah. she knew... Um, She's cousins with Braden Maynard. Wow. So instantly we start talking about that and then that flows on to someone and else. That's a, and they never talk about that stuff never, on the show. So ever, you ever. mustn't be allowed to actually talk to people about, like they mustn't be allowed to air yeah, other people's Yeah, able to, no. Nah. And then and the same, like Sophie being from Darwin, Darwin's obviously a small little place where everyone knows everyone. She knew yeah. Steve May. So there are a lot of things that people aren't seeing at the moment. And I said to you maybe last week, what I see on TV at the moment is so different to what I experienced it because – it's pretty well documented. Ange and I didn't get along great. Yeah. And I said to you, look, you're going to see me and Ange like butt heads. I think yeah. get along great. Yeah. I'm not sure how everyone else will receive that. But yeah. Australia generally loved her. Oh, she's great. She's oh, great. I love her because of she, she causes a stir. She but does. I can see your point of view. Yeah. Um, something else that's crazy about the Big Brother experience was something funny happened a couple of nights ago. I know. Where we were meant to go out for dinner. Yes. And we'll catch up with a few friends, as we do. We catch yes. up with a few friends for dinner. That that, I won't bring them into this story, but we'll catch up with a few friends for dinner and we're having a bit of a barbecue. We're going to sit around and watch Big Brother. Yep. And all of a sudden we get a message from you saying, hey, boys, um, not feeling great. Um, was, <laughs> was in the COVID area today. Just going to lay low. Don't want to put you Smart. guys at risk. Don't want to okay? make you guys sick. So we thought, that's fair enough. Like, geez, he's done the right thing by us there. <laughs> he's yep. done the right thing by us. So we're sitting home. Yep. And watching Big Brother supporting you. And we're That's thinking, true. geez, he's sick at home. We've heard a support. And what do we say on that episode? That was the episode where you confess your Best love to Anna. Life. Yes. So, sweet thing. Yep. So, yep. so my question to you was oh, were you yeah. actually sick or did you just not want to come because you did that on that episode and you had to watch it with us? Um, look. Why would I want to If I'm working away Working my backside off In a hot spot mate The last thing I want to do Is make you boys sick Just in case I have it Now did I cry And confess my love For my girlfriend at the moment Did she want me home Does that matter I don't really know Like the main thing is that You guys are healthy Really And that's a person you are So you know But one thing that I loved About that was The part where Obviously you were chatting To Big Brother And he was very empathetic Of of your situation, which is great. It's beautiful. It's, and he's we, a nice we, guy. He's a nice guy and we love uh, how much you love Anna. Mm. Um, Thanks. But for me, the funniest part of the whole thing was when you ran out of the, the Big Brother room and you saw Anna on TV and you, this is exactly what you said. Hi. Um. Like, <laughs> did you think that like maybe you could have said something a little bit better? Oh, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not a... I'm just watching the other episode the other night where I do cry, I'm a... Ugly looking cry. Like it's <laughs> I don't just think a anyone cries. Cry. I don't think anyone cries. Well, I could have said more than what I said. I don't know why I said hi, and the first thing I said was "Do you love me." Like I could have just broken the ice a lot better. So <laughs> it was pretty awkward looking back on it. But 
Look, mate, when you're in love, it does funny things Love to does you. funny things. And when you it know? hits you, it hits you like a ton of bricks. It hit me like a ton of bricks, mate. It's so beautiful beer. It is. Big Brother's been obviously fantastic, mate. We love it. We love it to death. A few more questions on Big Brother mm. because a few things have got me riled up. Yeah. One thing watching and I was getting a little bit jealous about mm. was you and Ian. Oh, the hound. Now, is it wrong to maybe think that like Ian in the house, you probably thought he was like me? In a way, yeah, like very a little well, gaunty. It's when I did see him in his hat and his back was turned to me, I did actually say deal because you do have the same body shape, like same rig, same arm definition, same body mass, muscle mass, etc. Um, and then I was a bit shocked when he did turn around. In fact, it was Ian. But um, yeah, look, I you know you and I are close, and I did see him a bit like you, like needed to come under my wing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But he had a big big brother. Sort yeah, of thing. that's it. Yeah, it was a big brother with a big brother. So. <laughs> Ian, though, is generally, he's a superstar. Yeah. He is, I think, like, people have these judgments of people on, on reality shows and they think, you know, there might be something they're not. But Ian is just Ian. Like, he just loves bugs, loves nature. Like, he's I loved so it when he, he's, he's tarantula. Well, I didn't love that he's Patricia. tarantula. I didn't love that it passed away. But I yeah. loved that. Well, I didn't know gesture. until later on the day because he was mop, not moping around, but he was obviously upset. Like, as so he's sort be. of someone that doesn't really show his emotions, would you say? No, not really. I think, yeah, he didn't really show his emotions towards the end. I think that's also why I took such a liking to him is because he was just so, and he'll admit this, he was just, I'm not know if it's socially awkward, but not socially comfortable. Yes. And I think, I don't know if I'm, I probably am socially awkward, but I'm okay in social situations. Yes. So to try and bring him along and say, look, mate, I know you're shy, rah, rah, let's bring him along and have some conversations and tell some jokes. By the end of it, he was telling jokes. And the jokes weren't hitting, but I was laughing. Yeah, okay. Like, so you're just pumping him. Just pumping him up. Yeah. Just pump his and tires up as much as you can. I did that a lot for you. You did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did actually. Yeah, you still do. Pump all tires. So yeah, it was giving. I just wanted to give him as much confidence as I could. And you have. Yeah. Did, will he be better for the experience? You reckon he'll Definitely. find himself a girlfriend? He's one that is. He has a girlfriend already. Fantastic. He does, I know. That's great. He it's has a girlfriend already. No, no, it's not a spider. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely a human. He, he's better for the experience. 100% he is. So he, he's already won. He got knocked out, but he won. He's won. Yeah, he's won a lot. Yeah. That's great. Mm. But obviously, being in the house, other things happen that haven't been shown yet. And mm. that's the things that we were probably talking about earlier. Like, there's obviously times in the house where you talk about people, you know each other, yeah. all these sort of things. Um, and a lot of things haven't been shown that you thought would have. Mm. What would be some of those weird stories? Uh, the one that comes to me straight away, I think Hannah might have spoken about already to someone, is that we were doing – because Kieran – has never I don't think he's ever had a girlfriend I could be wrong so don't it doesn't surprise me he could, <laughs> he's never had a girlfriend and he's never uh, he might have kissed a girl I'm not sure but we're trying to make him prepared for post Big Brother because obviously Big Brother a lot of exposure a lot of girls and we, they're going to be throwing themselves at him in yes. that way he's yes. going to walk down in the Moors balls yes. and they're going to be on him okay yes. so we were saying mate let's prepare you for when <laughs> you do walk down Rundle Mall and girls are just throwing themselves at your left right and centre let's, let's prepare for that situation and he was all for that Loved it. <laughs> so he said, look, we're going to do a scenario here, but we need obviously a lady to play that part of where you so make good. some moves and then eventually if you play your cards right, you're able to lay a kiss on this lady, but only if you play your cards yeah, right. Yes, yeah. She's not going to kiss you just because you're Kieran. Yep. She, yeah. They might now. Yep. But, so Hannah's like, you know what? I'm in. Hand up straight away. I'm in. I'll do it. So well, fair enough. So with this scenario where Hannah's sitting 
at a bar. It was really Landry, but it's a bar. And she's sitting there and Kieran walks in. So this is actual, like, was everyone watching this? Everyone's watching. Everyone <laughs> on the couch is watching because everyone, everyone wants to pump him up, give him some confidence. So anyway, Hannah's at a bar. She's sitting by herself pretending to drink a, a fake martini. It was yeah. a sport, obviously. Yeah. So Kieran walks in, strutting in, walks in, worst chat straight away. He goes, <laughs> what did he, he say? He would have said, hey, what's going on? Like, so this is the worst thing ever. He said, I th- remember him saying one thing. He goes, hey, you look cute. Do you have a sister? <laughs> I was like, what, mate? That's worse. <laughs> Terrible. I was like, start again. Do it again. So eventually, yeah. after like six takes of him, you know, we, us telling him, mate, that's not good. You can't do that. Like, yeah. The girls are going to kiss you. You've got to be a bit smoother. He finally gets it and goes in for a kiss and the house just erupts. Everyone goes around him. So that's one where I'm just like, that was that would have been awesome to, to, TV, to see that. What's the um, restrictions on alcohol? Like- uh, nah, nothing. You can drink whatever nothing, you want. Nothing. We no, the only thing we, we could only the only thing we could have is what they um, gave what we what they gave us or what we earned yeah, through the drank. shopping. We had like one beer after an eviction. Oh, so that's all you can have. That's all you can have. Anything that they weren't there wasn't alcohol to buy. No, you can't that buy. Makes it. Sense. Yeah. Oh, but you know the weekly but shopping. I saw, you can't yeah, buy but it. I saw you guys drinking. Yeah. So I, and that's another. Yeah. Obviously, after an eviction, um, you can have one beer or a glass of wine for the ladies, whoever they want, yeah. and then. Um, during awards, like I think there was a tea party with Ange and Xavier and Matt. And they were allowed to they do gave us a bottle of champagne and six beers or something like that. Lovely. It was good. What did you, last but bit on this, but what did you miss the most in the house? Besides Anna, we know that because you're crying, crying everywhere. Oh, cry my hay fever. That's a good question. I probably just missed general interaction with friends and family. Mm. Like not even just, just being able to message someone or call them or. Mm. Have the freedom do that. I think not having freedom was a big one that was hard. And it's funny because like people will, it's it's easy to like you know from an outsider watching the show, right? You watch, um, and you've been in the house for three weeks at this stage. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. And you see these episodes, and like when someone gets evicted, everyone's crying. Yeah. And you're like, how can you That's be crying? The like, other one. You yeah. don't even know these people, but it's. That's different. the other one. That's the one where people say, and I've had a few messages about it. Yeah, as you know, I do like to see who's messaging. Yes, and I'm trying yeah. to get back to everyone out there who's messaging me. I'm trying my hardest, so bear with me. Keep messaging. Keep messaging. That's it. Roll them in. Um, the big one Doesn't that I respond, thought... No, 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 no. Very busy. Um, <laughs> I've tried to... I never really could appreciate when people go on related TV shows why they cry so much after yeah. like a short period of time. And yeah. I'm... Everyone knows I cry a lot. Yeah. The thing is, you're so drained. Like we weren't getting fed... We're up, yeah. Like you guys don't see we're up like for eighteen hours a day, talking and you're thinking constantly about the game and you're strategizing yes. and, and whatever it may be. So like the smallest thing just sets you off. Like yeah. no, normally a letter from home after seventeen days would never oh, set you off. No, nah. yeah, I can I can imagine. But that, like definitely. it's the smallest thing that gets you. So it's that, and then like you start losing people. You're like, well, if I lose you, no, miss you, miss you. You lose you, like you lose that person. You're like okay, I've got to try and you make a go connection with someone else. It's funny how these things work. I, but even with this one, I didn't think I was going to get called back or hit back. I generally just put an application and I didn't really do it to the best of my ability. I thought, you know, I'll bugger it, see what happens. How many stages? Uh, your application, you've got uh, an uh, audition, mm. so a big group audition. So for mine in Melbourne, it was 80 people in a room. And then once you're- So you saw everyone there that was- Kind of audition. So uh, mine was over two days for Melbourne. I think yeah. it was over two days. So I did that, and then um, so when you're in that group, they call your name out. So Damon Gorange come have a talk, and you got five minutes to talk to someone. And if they don't like you five minutes, then obviously they say thanks. What did you say? 
don't know what I said, but I think it was literally just something like this. I like sit down and have a conversation. They start the conversation, yeah. help it flow, and you, you've got to just grab their attention. Yeah. So somehow I did that, grab their attention, they were happy, and then you go into another bigger audition with yes. 11 other people, and so it's a group audition, and you've just got to stand out somehow. Did you, how'd you do that? I don't, nothing again. No, I don't think I did anything special. So I just, I don't know. Everyone says be yourself. Would that, would that have been awkward? Like, it was pretty awkward because there's people in did there they and they're do really that? going for yeah, it. Yeah, what did they do? People like are really trying to be loud and stand out. And someone gave me the heads up and said, look, whatever you do, like show who you are, but don't do too much. Because if you do too much, it's too much. That'll scare them off. So I did that and then tick that off. And they say, look, mate, somehow you've done it again. You're through. Um, do a medical, get everything ticked off, make sure you're healthy, yeah. um, whatever it may be. Um, talk to a psych. You've got to speak to a psych, obviously, to make sure you're that mentally been, stable that for it. Been Oh, geez, just passed that one. That was borderline for me. No, just passed that one. So past that, they said, yeah, look, somehow again, you're normal. Um, you're fine to go. And since then, they, they, it's like a three-month period from when you do that psych and that medical to finding out if you're on. Yeah. So they don't give you anything away. Like you, there was points where I And then how, last, no. like how did they, what was the last thing to say you're in? Like uh, what, what did they do? The producer Send just, you a text? No, yeah, they did send me a text letter. Um, the producer called me and said, look, um, yeah, congratulations, you're in. So that was that was a good day. And the rest is history. And here we are, mate. Three weeks into it, going strong. Hopefully, so who knows, mate? And then we'll, we'll take it out. You'll take it out. We'll I want to. I want to get around it. So we'll see. Today's episode is brought to you by CoinSpot. CoinSpot is the easiest place to buy Bitcoin and over 150 other digital currencies on the internet. You can verify your license within seconds and buy Bitcoin on Australia's number one platform. CoinSpot is offering all loyal Dylan Friends listeners $10 worth of free Bitcoin when they sign up and make their first deposit. And there's no such thing as a minimum deposit. To sign up, head to coinspot.com.au and use the code DILL123 or use the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to it. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. With the whole COVID-19 thing, mm. that was that happened when you were in the house. Yeah. So how was that like how did it all play out you had no idea what was going on but uh as we'll see you know in due course that gets brought up yeah definitely so we we didn't have any idea um about covid but obviously was it it a thing before you actually it was but it hadn't hadn't spread overseas or definitely not here in australia so we knew of it but um Obviously, going into week four, we get called in and, and they say they need to stop production. And we're thinking, oh, it mustn't be that bad. Because the only clue that we had something was going on was that the cameramen in the wall are there 24-7. Mm. So we woke up one morning and there was no one there. And we're going, okay, well, something. So you can see through the wall? You can see, you can see, there's like little cutouts in the walls mm. so where they can film you and, right. and do whatnot. So the first indication was they weren't there. And then, all right, we, we stuck out half a day and then... That's weird. There's aeroplane, aeroplanes in the sky that write. You know how to get a write message? Yeah, yeah. like someone wants yeah. a wedding message. Yeah, I've seen a plane before, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was one of those plane things in the <laughs> sky. It was writing messages. It said, stop F1. So we were thinking, oh, maybe someone's... Because we knew the F1 was coming to Australia first. Maybe someone's, unfortunately, had an accident and, and passed away. 
So maybe they want to stop F1s. Maybe something's happened like that. So we're going, what does stop F1 mean? Anyway, sure enough, get called in the dry room. They say, look, this thing, um, COVID now reached Australia. There's a small amount of cases, 300 or so. Um, your family's been contacted. They're all okay, but we are going to have to stop filming. So the stopping of the filming thing was probably the biggest bit. So they actually said they're going to have to stop. Yeah. So the, the, the internal cameras think in the done? house. I knew it was coming back, but there was doubts that we weren't able to go forward for sure. So that was the, f- the first scary bit of, a, of COVID for me because mm. I was obviously behind the apple with everyone else. Mm. You guys are all over it wearing masks and knowing what's going on. Yeah, well, we were in full lockdown at that yeah. stage. Yeah, I wish you were still in lockdown, actually. Glad <laughs> to see you. Um, so that's the first bit. And then obviously we take two days off. So everyone, production, Big Brother King, get tested, make sure they don't have it. So did you stay in the house? Stay in the house. So we stay in the house. Because technically you'd be the only people that are actually we're, safe. We were the safest. Yeah. Probably, oh, I don't know about the world, but be up there. We, we, we were totally cut off, so yeah. we're fine. So did that, and then as soon as we come out of COVID, um, everything had changed. Like, it just you could, they wanted to speed up the game because we were pretty much dangerous. It, it yeah. still is like a, a ticking time, but we don't yeah, know how yeah. to stop it. So <clears throat> it, the game changed from that moment. That's hectic. It's fully but hectic. You know what I'm like? I mm. panic. Like I, You are a panicker. I panic a lot. Yeah. Straight away, like... I would have been thinking, how bad is this on the outside? Like, would you? Did you freak out and just want to talk to someone? And well, like, we didn't know. Like, I didn't know what. How it was, bad did they sell it? Did they say that people? Like, nah, I, th- I think um, did they played down. Yeah, I think after speaking to Anna's, uh, I speak to her during COVID because you would make a, a couple yes, of phone calls. Yes, yes, I speak to her and say, um, like, what's going on? Is it that bad? What's happened? And I think they were told, and, and good on them for being told mm. not to say that it's really bad. Yeah, okay. Because otherwise you're sitting there out. freaking oh, out and thinking, because yeah. you don't have phones, you yeah. don't have TV, you yeah. don't know what's going on. So the last thing they want is you sitting there freaking out. Yeah. But I, I'm a bit like you. I, I would have freaked out if oh, I knew, yeah. I think. So, Definitely. yeah. So it was tough. It was a tough experience. Very, it was good. It's good, mate. And we're very looking forward to seeing how it goes. Just quickly as well, mm. last thing, mm. because you're going so well. Yes. Fan favourite. Everyone out there, when we can, uh, you know, hopefully you get to – Yes, the end, hopefully. The end, um, and then win. Yes, the, that's the game plan. What happens at the end is you try and win. Yes. 250000 Huge. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of moolah. What would you do with that? It's a lot of cash, you're right. That's, but that right now, and you, would, you know the Melbourne market housing, that gets you in the door. Maybe go to like Tassie. Go back to South Australia. Tell you, listen, <laughs> do we have South Australia? Look, SA is a beautiful state. I'll never. Know. I wouldn't do that. I'd probably buy something silly, like go kart, like a go kart. <laughs> I don't want to do a go kart. No, look, mate, it's a house. Um, house would be nice. It's a house. It is a house. That's it. It's a house, and then maybe a holiday or or something like that. So, yeah. fingers crossed, we get there. But we don't know. Big brother's a mysterious man. He is. He is. Um, speaking of post, Big Brother, because we're obviously out now. Yes. But what's it been like for you? You're it's you're a big boy. Let's mm, be honest. Two hundred mm. centimeters, easily recognisable. Yeah. How's it been since then? Seeing all your fans, have you had any weird experiences? Um. Oh yeah, it's been a couple. It's been good and bad. I think. I think yeah. with anything like this, you're gonna get people that generally enjoy what you bring to the show and, yeah. and what you know, whatever that may be. And then you're going to get a lot of hate. Like, I get a lot of hate. Like, yeah. a lot of hate. And let's speak about that because oh. it must, like, I try, I, you know, everyone gets hate. Everyone cops mm. things on social media. But how has that been in compared to, like, footy yeah. hate yeah. to 
TV hate? Like, has it been it's, even or is it worse? No, nah, it's way worse. Really? Because footy is like, you expect it. Like, oh, you can't get a kick. Yeah. You suck. But this one's like, people question your character, like, flat out. So, actually, can I read you an example? And this <laughs> is like the perfect... Please do. I think, and you've experienced trolls, and I never... I don't think you'd be the one to do it either. Bite back at a troll? No, I don't. I... I think though that's funny about trolls is if you ever reply to them, they just go, oh, I was joking, yeah. man, I was joking. Yeah. So I'm with, I'd, I'd hate reminding back, I never do, but yeah. this one got me good. Okay. And <laughs> I, obviously, you know, she's said sorry now and I don't want to make her feel oh, so worse. She, she's apologised. Okay. So and you actually hit her back? It, I've hit her back. Oh, so okay, right. the last thing I want to do is make her feel bad. The last thing I want to do is say, oh, this person, you know, is a bully. So What's her name? I won't, do, that's mean, okay? But anyway, come on. <laughs> Oh my God, you're such a tosser. You don't bring anything to the house. Wine all the time. Effing waste of space, dead shit. Okay. I replied. Fair though. Hi, Carmen. Hope you're enjoying the show. Apologies, I'm not your favourite housemate. Hope the abuse you've sent me helps ease the frustration you feel towards me. Kind regards, Daniel. And she's thought, I'll have another crack here. So she hasn't... She doesn't accept, doesn't stop. Normally you can stop there. Normally stop. if you come back and you show the hu- human side, you just go, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise no, you actually respond. She's doubled down. <laughs> Yep, feel way better telling you how I feel. Not watching anymore. Can't stand your ugly mug. You're useless in every challenge. I'd rather give birth than watching you, idiot. And it goes on from there. So Carmen and I have a great relationship, but she is like, she's every So child. she hasn't apologised? She did apologise um, eventually, but I said you should apologise. You called me a dead shit waste of space. And she goes, oh my God, how old are you? Get over it. <laughs> Don't cry about it. So that was who have you found worse throughout your time? Rocket? Oh, mate, these Carmen. two could be related the way they're spraying me. They could be have a relation that I don't know about. Carmen's pretty bad. I'll check it. I should keep telling you how Carmen and I are going because I sent her a mess, another message the other day just asking how she was and if she'd calmed down and she hadn't calmed down. So, But I'd never do that. By the way, as well, Carmen, the sad thing about Carmen is she's got like three kids, like yeah. family, and That's she's actually thing. online abusing you. You know how much effort this? You know how much effort this takes watching Big Brother and go, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, you are a dead shit send. <laughs> you know what happens when someone sends a troll like a message like that to you and me? This is what happens when they send it, and this is you and I the reaction that we yeah. get. Nothing changes. Oh, nothing no. happens. I still feel pretty shit about it. Well, if you read it, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Especially when it's it, bad. It's pretty hurtful. So good on Carmen. Yeah, good on. She loves the show. She's invested. She's a fan. Big Brother comes back to. Your impulsiveness as a person. Oh, yeah. We are. And I, I don't know if we've spoken about this in a couple of episodes, but you've got to be one of the most impulsive... Yeah, it's bad. Person. It is bad. Person. People Persons. I've come across. Yeah. Um, you know, we spoke about the tweet to mm. Port Adelaide and the fight with them. Probably, yep. like, that wasn't ideal. No. Um, we spoke, we get traded there. We up. spoke about um, many things. Obviously, mm. you spoke about the Anna decision on Big Brother... Bit impulse wasn't supposed to wasn't impulse again. Impulse again. Mm. Um, there's a few other tattoos. Uh, tattoo story about you yep. booking in. You actually wanted. We went one day to a tattoo parlor. You yep. told me you were going to get a big tattoo of your dog on your foot. Yep. You paid. I think it was a five hundred dollar bond. Uh, who's getting money these days? To go and get the tattoo, and you shit yourself and then went back. Correct. So you lost that straight away. <laughs> yeah. Also, you bought your V8 Commodore. First purchase you ever bought. Good car though. Where does this? Where does this come from? With this. And have you learned any lessons whatsoever? I've learned the lesson that you shouldn't act on impulsive buying and then put your credit card details into something or hand <laughs> because money. Because you've over. got more. Have you had more? 
Well, my, ha- my first house that I bought <laughs> was an impulsive decision. Did you even go through it? Went through it once <laughs> for half an hour. And it was good. It was. I don't have it anymore because, you know, obviously times are tough, COVID, you know, what may be. But that was an impulsive decision. Yep. The dog itself was an impulsive decision. So the I dog. don't know why. I don't. I actually don't know. I think it's just in your nature to be impulsive. And you know what I find at the moment? <laughs> I am looking for some ski gear and I've been skiing once. If you... If you Google like ski gear, like go to go through some deals yeah. and all that, when you go onto Facebook, there's ski items there. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Those targeted ads. Yeah, Zuckerberg got me the good. Scariest thing, man. They actually are crazy. And I'd love to tell you that I didn't fall for it again, but I did buy <laughs> a lot of ski gear which I don't need. So You've never been. When have you been skiing? I went once. Understand the I'm, I'm mate. Ski season's on, mate. Bro, you're 200 centimeters. There's no way you can snowboard or ski. It's so funny that you would ever doubt me like that because I can ski. I did it once and Anna and our friend Christian Jash can attest to how good I was. Christian. I was great. Yeah. So a toboggan also was good. So I don't know why. I don't know why I'm impulsive, mate. It's just... So back to... I've always thought about this and this mm. might not even make the podcast because it's a little bit weird me even okay. saying this, but I've always thought about something pretty weird okay. when it comes to impulsive buyers and Facebook advertising. Yes. So... Every time you search something on your phone, mm. it comes up in the Facebook ad, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you've you've just searched something, like you search like beers, it'll give you an ad for a beer. When yeah. the next time you're on your phone, you search True. something, it comes up. All these butt plugs are making sense now. Exactly, but like that's what I'm saying. All it's the, scary. All those things that you look, like, you know, most guys look at on their phone. Mm. People know what exactly what we're doing. Do you reckon they? Does you reckon someone's in a control room that knows, or reckon it's just the computer? Like, technology is pretty good. I don't think there'd be someone sitting there going, "Oh, go on his butt plugs. Let's put a few adverts in there." Like that wouldn't happen. Well, fucking hope not. Well, what are you looking at? Well, <laughs> Stay off my butt plugs, mate. <laughs> They're mine. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. <laughs> um, one thing we both love, mm. and that's the footy. Well, I love footy. We do love footy. It's been it's been a strange year. Um, mm to say the least, but we've got a couple of things that we both like of the year. Yep. Have you got one? A like of the year? I've like, what's something that you, you just wrap with this year? I actually don't mind the shorter quarters. Really? I, don't I know love why. it. I love it. It's just, it's just quick. I wish it was there when we were playing. Oh, mate. I used to... Dread. Dread. It's anything over 30 minutes as in a quarter. As soon as you see the clock go, you'll just like yeah. blow the siren, mm-hmm. please. And my favourite thing about playing footy, and this, I'm not even trying to be funny and not even joking, my favourite thing was when the runner came out and said, mate, it's time for a spell. Yeah. Because I wasn't saying I don't want to play footy, but you get so tired. You you, it's so good to come to the bench. I never understood guys who never came to the bench. No. They were like always saying, right, mate, get back on. I was thinking, no, I need a couple minutes mm-hmm. to just get the air in the lungs. Yeah. I'm with you. Do you ever, you know how we had rotations like you'd be like 11 minute mark or seven minute mark. Mm. I used to always... I'd come early. Yeah, always, <laughs> always that. I always used to, if I didn't have a touch between that seven and 11 minute mark, it was game over for me. Oh, like I'm done. Mate. It, you know what the worst... quickest 11 minutes you'll ever have. Like it was terrible. Do you know what the worst thing was? Is if you start on the ground, right? And you're say the third rotation and it gets to 17 minutes and you haven't had a touch yet mm. and you try and stay out longer to get that touch, it's bad. the worst thing in the world. It's bad. Because you literally... Sitting out there just going And you're tired too So you can't go Mate it happened to me One day I had What's the lowest possessions You've had in a game Three Same (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so scary. We know that, bro. I know that more than how many touches I've actually had in a game. Like, yeah, I don't best. know the most. I wouldn't I've know had. my most at all. But I remember three multiple times as well, like not once, like four or five times, like in AFL, AFL. And when I played that third games, less. What were the game? Talk me through the games and what was going in through your head when you got three touches. The first one was the first ever Suns win, and it was three quarter time, and I'd had two at half time. And I knew it was coming. I knew the vest was coming. Because he said, Bluey said to me at halftime, was like, you've got to make an impact here. You're coming off. And one touch in like 18 minutes in the third quarter isn't going to do it. So I knew that one was coming. And the rest were just generally, it might have been after the sub rules taken out, a couple after that where you couldn't get taken yeah. off. So there have been a few where generally I'd like would have pretended to do a hammy because it was so embarrassing to stay out there Mate it went, Like the, so the, bad The MC well, The footy ground Is a lonely Lonely yep. place When you can't Get a get touch Get near it I, The game um, When I got three touches mm. And this is even worse bro To be honest Like I think I topped that A little bit Because This was at the MCG On a f- Thursday night Round one That's big That's your 80 plus Bro that's what you live for Like how embarrassing is that Let like, me get you three Three What were you playing? I was playing Forward So it doesn't matter where I was playing, man. I had three touches. Like it was the most embarrassing thing. Like the first game of the year, mm. every single person that watches footy is watching that watching. game. Even if you don't go for Richmond Carlton. No, no, you just watch it. It's, it. Everyone wants footy back. You're watching it on a Thursday night. Yeah. And I remember actually like started the game and like I was so like involved, but just hadn't touched the ball yet. Like you know how you're like so You're around you, it. You, you almost know, touches. So almost touches. Yeah, almost so touches. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. I want to campaign to bring in almost touches. Love it. I'm so a big fan. Catching your footy, like that game, I had three, mm. right? But I had about fifteen almost. So that takes Add me them to up. eighteen. That, yeah, you look. That's at a 18. great game. Good game. Almost touches. That's I'm a with great you. Game. Almost touches. Ball in the pack. Your, your hand touches it, or yeah. someone like dummies you and goes the other way. That's an almost touch. If I'm open, yeah, right, and you t- decide to go to someone else, that should be that's an almost, almost touch. Yeah. If I'm out and you miss me, yeah. That's an almost touch. I reckon bottom of the pack, ball fumbling around. You're in the pack fumbling with it. Almost, almost got it. <laughs> so you could have, yeah, three actual disposals, but 23 almost touches. You've had a good game. I could be the Tom Mitchell of almost touches. You should go to games and do stats of almost touches <laughs> and say he, Tom Mitchell had 40, but he could have had 147 touches. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, mate. Is people don't get enough credit for almost touches. They don't. I got it. We got in good spots, but just never got used. Oh, is that what you were running the day up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest though, that game, far out, man, that bad, was bad. Like bad. it was one of the most embarrassing things. I remember rocking up on the Wednesday and like you know what it's like, man. You sit in the rooms after the games, straight away blokes go to their phones, check the stats, and you sit there and you go you go like straight away, you're like looking for your name. It's a long scroll. I used like, to do the fantasy points first in order. Yeah, because it shows the impact. Show, yeah, impact of the game. Yeah. And I'm telling you now. You're not going to be much higher on impact but after mine, three touches. Mine was different you I was could like, have 10 tackles and yeah, never true. have. But mine was different because the Ruckman had hit out points. Oh, okay, yeah. But you wouldn't have got any of them. <laughs> so I had like 24 AFL fantasy points. <laughs> it's so bad. What I'm saying, but do you remember that scroll? Yeah, terrible. At first thing you do, you sing the song, have a stretch, ice, coach oh, conversation, well, scroll. Rarely sing the song, but it'll be straight back mm. into the rooms. Yeah. Sitting there after a spray going, yeah. That's bad. That was bad. And then you mull over it all, all weekend, mulling, mulling over it. Saturday night, Sunday, into your Monday review. I've got, I've got to say, um, yesterday, uh, sorry, earlier this week, it ticked over June 30. Mm. 
And June 30 was a tick off in the financial any, year. Nice, mate. Yeah, it takes turn going. And it was the it was a tick off for any good this year. <laughs> Things are looking up at like the studio. Eh? Things are looking up around here. It was a tick off for like signing up to play footy. Oh, you would have been first in, wouldn't you? So technically, like this year was like after June 30, it hit June July one. Done. And I was like. Thank God. I find that, I know that you want to have a year off. I still find that so surprising that you have no desire just to have a kick somewhere. Like, do you, you have do? any desire to have a kick or no, you just don't want to? No, not at the moment. Mate, my favourite thing about the week is waking up on a Saturday and just doing, like, go to a market. Want? Go to a market. Yeah. Go to... It's a lot of stress. The like, swimming pool. Who's going to the pool? You know what I mean? Who's I just, the pool? Like, the anxiety I would get from Thursday, Friday, thinking about... What I have to do for the game, and then Monday to Wednesday worrying about it—it's just. I'm with you. It was draining. Uh, it still is, and you haven't experienced local footy. That's why I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. And you're not missing much. Like that Saturday away game down at Berwick Nairo and Cranbourne, one thaggy at two is a terrible experience. Like just copping. You could kick. Like, there's games where I was kicking eight, nine, ten, and still and still copping a bit of defence. But I'd love to come watch. Oh, watch it be unreal. I'd love to come watch it and just have a few cans. How could, how could that dog. be? That's the best bit. But I don't want to do that because I know what it's like. I, I know what I'm like. Someone will say something and, you know, it just... It'll resonate too It'll much. resonate. It'll hit me and then yeah. we'll just... It's not ideal. It's not ideal. But anyway, back to the actual AFL because one thing that I've loved this year, and this guy reminds me a little bit of you, except like a this lot better. Be good. Okay. No. Oh, that much better. Matt Rao. is a star. Now, I love Matt Rao. Mm. Gold Coast boy. We love him. We love Gold Coast. And we we'll get to your point later. But Matt Rao, it's not the fact that he's dominating these kids, uh, these guys, right? He's, he's dominated premiership players. He's kicked goals. He's got stats. He's done it all, okay? It's not the fact that he tucks his jumper in. Mm. It's the fact that he's 18 years of age, he's a number one pick, and he wears career savers. He wears ASIC <laughs> Career saver boots. No, oh, he doesn't. Mate, he wears triple black ASIC. Cut, triple black? Triple black. Oh. He wears like big black. Bo- the only other person who wears those boots is Aaron Sandilands. They're big as well. Yeah. Is that triple black? Are you sure they're triple black? They're, maybe they're double black with a bit of blue. He's just, he is just. He's a, himself. Yeah. He is, he's the epitome of this show. He's be yourself. And he is, he is himself. And it's working for him. He can play. He could be leading the brown at the moment. I hope he is. Could be. I'd um, mind, I've got a favourite player at the moment, but it's not Matty Rao, but he's a good player. Charlie Dixon, for me, is doing things. Have you seen, he's in, he and a shirt mate, off, he's he, in great shape. Uh, he's so scary. That's the thing. Like, he is like, yeah. I had a fear of going to games. He is like, if you could put a player that would strike fear into you before going to any game, I reckon you'd be going, if I'm on Charlie Dixon tomorrow, I'm in for a massive day. Mate, he's absolutely killing it. He, he yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. And you know him from Gold Coast because... Yes. He actually, I, in when I was 16, playing TAC Cup, played against Charlie Dixon. I'm telling you, he was nearly bigger then. He's huge. And he was now. He's the biggest bloke I've ever, ever. seen. And he's, got, he's a big fan of the show. Oh, he said that, actually. Yeah, so a massive fan. Shout out to him. Um, Everyone's a fan of the show. It's surprising, that, isn't it? We do love Charlie Dixon, and we, we want to get him on. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this, yes. because at the moment, look, we're not, obviously... We're not big on um this could be interesting. We're not big on tearing the game apart. Okay. We're not at AFL three hundred sixty here. Oh no, no, but we could be if we wanted to. Like we We really, are going to be. We will one day we'll be on there. No, we're going to be now. Okay, I'm in. 
So possession footy is a big thing at the moment, okay? Yeah, Everyone's saying everyone <laughs> Okay, Robbo. Here we go. Everyone's saying that the game is boring. Who's everyone? <laughs> exactly. That's what the kids are saying, right? The, the game's yeah. boring. There's not any high flying marks. There's not any you know, there's too many it's it's kick, catch, kick, catch. Yeah. Right? Kids. I have a solution. That's a big yeah, what is it? Get us back out there. So we cannot do either. Take the game on. On with you. Hit 45s. Yeah. Miss targets. Yep. You know what the best thing is about missing a target? What's that? You don't know what's going to happen. Okay. There's unpredictability Adventure. there. That, no, ex- exactly. It's dangerous. Like if you're, if you're steaming mm. off half back and you're not allowed to kick, <laughs> so you just handball it, right? This, it, I'm just having flashbacks <laughs> of you doing this. So yeah, keep going. So as you know, I didn't have much awareness as of what I, I was doing. Well, too well, mate. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so. As you know, I didn't have much awareness. So I was just say I'm coming off half back. I'm absolutely steaming run as quick as I can, try and bomb the ball as quick as I can. Mm. That might not necessarily be the best thing for the team. But that's but someone else's problem now. No, exactly. And it creates opportunity for the other team to then get involved. Oh, and that's yeah. a more, it's a more exciting thing to watch. You're right. The game is boring. They should have like different rules for different quarters. Like, okay, guys, you can only use your obsolete now. <laughs> I just... Really just mess it up for everyone. Like, hey, you can't take any marks this quarter. It's always play on. The game, I'm with the kids. Maybe the game is stagnant. Let's just mix it up a bit. Okay, you're playing with a beach ball now for five minutes. Like, really, like, they need some of these rules. So, I don't know if, like, anyone up higher than us, and, you know, this show is pretty high, is going to hear these rules. I don't know if they listen. We should clean their ears out and listen then. (laughs) They should be listening, because those, I'm with you. But is the game boring? Do you actually find it boring? No, no, no. Look, I don't watch it a lot, to be honest, but I... I love, watch, I, I love watching Giants and Carlton. Mm. And yes, same. Man, how good is it watching the Blues win? Tell you what. It's, the, actually, it's actually weird. I, that, you're right. I think your affiliation with the Giants and mine with the Suns, watching them now as well. Yeah. But Carlton is the one for me, just because you more so than I were there for some not great days. But to see them win and see people jump on and be like, this is amazing. This thing's so a good. huge beast, the Carlton beast. Mate, it's, it's so exciting to see what is actually going to happen with I them because they'll I'm going to go early on it wow don't get I'm not going to go extravagant extravagant flaggers they win the flag this year no they'll make I can they make finals the flaggers if they make finals you'll say make the top eight could do what you want so <laughs> who knows I, I think I, I like them a lot this year who do you like I want to talk about who you oh, like the blues yeah oh where do I start mate how long you got on this podcast um <laughs> I don't want to go the obvious ones. The obvious ones are Cripper, Doc, yeah. Weedering. Give me someone different. I like Zach Fisher a lot. Love Zach Fisher. Fisher's good. Who else? I'm actually. Do you know who I love? Levi Casbolt. Love Levi Casbolt. Mm. Do you know who I love? Mm. Philp. Mark Pitternot. Oh, you have expressed your appreciation love for him at the moment. He's I, good. Mate, he's the sort of guy that at a footy club, there's not many guys that you'd want to, you know, date your sister or something like that. You know, he is. He's he, the sort of guy that you just look at him. I don't know. I've never met him. Never met him. Apparently, he's a bit of like a, a not. A, I don't want to say strange cat, but like a bit left field. Someone was telling me I won't classify who it was. A player who was playing against him, and he pushed out one of the premier ruckmen in the competition, and yelled out strength. <laughs> <laughs> and then followed up. Yeah. True story, but that's great because I love the confidence in him. So, so he's pushed out one of the top 
three ruckmen in the league. In AFL? In the AFL. So he's gone up for the hit out, pushed him out, and then stood there and gone, strength, and then followed up on the ball. Wow. What does that do for you? Oh, wonders. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me love him even more. Same. Um, if I could do it, I'd do it. Bloody oath. What's, what's next for you, my friend? What, what are we looking at in the next uh, what's next? few months? Obviously, um, there's still a bit to play out. Um, yeah. There's a lot of play out still, I think. Obviously, we'll see how far we can go. Um, the big brother experience. So hopefully, uh, as we said at the top, I make it a long way through the game. And if yes. I do get to the end, then, um, yeah, what will be will be. So I, I don't know. Hopefully, this big brother experience can... Um, I don't know. I kind of. Th- I think I went on it to obviously one challenge myself and to do something that is just something that people wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Like you don't normally just throw yourself in a house and say, "Okay, I want to do this for X amount of days," and then there might be a prize at the end of it. Like I didn't even know. I honestly, when I went in there, I didn't know what the prize was it's until a, yeah. a week into it. Mine was just to do the experience. Oh, mate, the experience would be the best part. So now I think. If anything comes out of the experience, because you see these people that do like Fitz, Ryan Fitzgerald is like yeah. a perfect model. Oh, he's amazing. Them. He's so, that, yeah. who knows, mate, what, what has in store, but we'll ride out the wave for as long as we can and, and see what happens. But it's been a good time. It's been, been good. Fun. And, um, mate, thank you again for for popping in, saying good day. Thank and, you, um, me. We'll have to do it again. Mate, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, and by the way, mate, yeah. for, um, for coming on the show, mm. you, uh, you know, Tiso is. You good kiss, friend of the show now. Kiss me offline if you want. You don't have to do it right now. Tisso is okay. a good friend of the show. And yes. we, we love Tisso. We lo- do you like watches? Oh, do I ever? What sort? You tell me, mate. Anyone that tells the time. <laughs> Tisso has uh, come on the show. Tisso is a good They're watch. They're going to thank you out um, and, and sort you out for coming on. That's amazing. It's been fantastic. Um, so you'll pick that one up, mate. You'll be looking absolutely fantastic in thank that. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, big brother, you can take it on and, and show the guys and girls. And, um, I will. Help me out in there. See you soon. Thanks, mate. See you very soon. Thanks for listening to the Dylan Friends Podcast. The show is produced by Dylan Buckley and Luca Ganano. Richard Stansbury looks after the audio and editing. Samuel Kenny Creative is responsible for branding and graphic design. And the show is recorded at 3AW Studios, Collins Street, Melbourne. If you would like to contact my son, head to dylanfriends.com or look me up in the white pages and I'll pass it on.